everybody. This is Rachel Gardner, and you are listening to Spiritual Musings of a Popcorn Brain. In light of recent news, Israel is weighing very heavy on my heart, and so I wanted to start a new season four where I talk about the importance of Israel. Hey everybody, so I was praying today and I believe that where God wants me to go now with this podcast is if you have a prayer request, please send me a voice message. I would like to be praying for you. If you have a story, a God story of something amazing he has done in your life and you would like to share please send me a voice message and share your God story. I would like to share it on the podcast and uh, give us a name that we can use, not your full name, uh, just for everyone's protection, but a nickname or your first name or your last name, uh, just one single name that we can refer to you. And send us your God story. Send us your prayer requests. I would like to start sharing the amazing ways that God is working in people's lives to bring encouragement to anyone who's listening. So, uh, and so we can be praying for each other as well. All right. Thank you. So my last episode for season four by no means ends why Israel is important, and we may come back and revisit this. But it goes back to the one, the podcast I did on Bible prophecy. And while this may not specifically have to do with Israel, I thought it fitting, and I felt like God was showing me something in scripture. So for me, I know that scholars go back and forth, but I believe that the rapture will happen before the Ezekiel war, the Ezekiel 38 war. And some scholars, they go back and forth as to whether or not they believe the rapture will happen before or after. Is it important? No. It's not, honestly. It, it's important to me because I feel like God was showing me some important things in Scripture. The important thing is that you know and you trust that Jesus Christ is who he said he was and that he is Lord of your life, that you have allowed him to come in and start showing you and teaching you and loving you and if you have, then you will not be here for God's wrath. And the Bible has promised that those of us who do believe will not are not appointed for the day of wrath. So that aside, um, why I think that the rapture will happen before the Ezekiel War and I'm just going to go through this for brevity. I'm going to list 
scripture references, please write them down and go read them and go look at it and draw your own conclusions. And if you want to leave your thoughts and ideas in a voice message, please do that. So Ezekiel 37, 21 through 23 talks about how God is going to bring Israel back from the nations. And as of today, there's been a huge uptick of anti-Semitism all over the world. And Israel is currently united against a common enemy. Um, They were in opposition. They were fighting at war with themselves, liberals and conservatives. And now they're united. And more Jews are seeking God than they were before Um, Because many Jews are atheist, actually, which kind of goes against the very word Jew. So I believe that part of what God is going to use to bring Israel back from the nations is this anti-Semitism. I believe he's allowing it to happen so that they will come together in Israel. And I believe when you look in verses 12 through 14, God's talking about bringing them into the land. And I believe that we're going to see miraculous things happen with the Jews escaping their enemies and coming back to Israel safely. I think there's going to be many amazing stories coming out of that where you can really see God's hand. And... God says, I will put my spirit in you, and I believe that many of those Jews will become believers, and that that spirit is the Holy Spirit, which he has promised to those of us who are part of his church. And in Ezekiel 38, 8, at the end of the verse, it says, now all of them dwell safely. So they're not all there yet. So that's why I don't believe that Ezekiel 38 war is happening yet because they're not all there yet. They're not all safe yet. In Revelation 6-2, when the Antichrist arrives, in Daniel 9, 26, the second part through the first part of 27, it talks about how the Antichrist will set up peace in the Middle East, that there will be a treaty for seven years. It says seven times, and when you look at Bible prophecy consistently, that time is a year. So for seven years, there's going to be a a peace treaty. I believe that that is when they're going to be safe, is that first part of that peace treaty. And when it says um, the peace in Daniel 9 and that they'll dwell safely, I think that is Ezekiel 38, 8. So going back to Revelation 6, starting of verse 6, it's talking about a famine that's everywhere. And when you look back to Ezekiel 38, 12, and it's talking about uh, this king who wants to plunder Israel, I believe that the reason why he wants to plunder Israel is because of that famine that's mentioned in Revelation 6, 6. And then 
when it talks about in Ezekiel 38, 22, it talks about this raining down and flooding rain, great hailstones, fire and brimstone. I think that that might be the same as when it talks about in Revelation 6, 12 through 14, when when it says in Revelation 6, 12 through 14, in the NIV version, it says, I watched as he opened the sixth seal. There was a great earthquake. The sun turned black like sackcloth made of goat hair. The whole moon turned blood red, and the stars in the sky fell to earth as figs drop from a fig tree when shaken by a strong wind. The heavens receded like a scroll being rolled up, and every mountain and island was removed from its place. And that to me just seemed to correspond with Ezekiel thirty-eight twenty-two, and you can read just starting in verse 19 through 22 in Ezekiel 38. And to me, visually, I see the same thing. And so this is why I believe that the Ezekiel 38 war will be after the rapture, because these things in Revelation are the seals, um, starting with the first one when the Antichrist appears on the scene, which in Second Thessalonians is after the Holy Spirit has moved aside. And for us believers, we know that the Bible says that when we accept Jesus, the Holy Spirit lives in us. So... If the Holy Spirit is moved aside, I see that as the rapture when the believers are taken out of here. And as we are supposed to be salt and light in the world, what happens when light is removed? Darkness floods in. And I believe that is that that darkness, that evil, and all these things that are going to happen in the tribulation. And when you look at at these scriptures, at what's coming down the pike for Jews, especially, and all non-believers, we really need to start getting the word out. Those of us who are believers, we need to start sharing. We need to start asking God for opportunities to share with people around us who don't believe so that they can believe so that people will not be going through this. This needs to light a fire under us to get us going and sharing the truth. I wanted to end also with Daniel 9. At the end of verse 26, it says, The end will come like a flood. War will continue until the end and desolations have been decreed. And I think that coming in like a flood is when the light is removed and that darkness floods in. So please be praying about what this means to you and what you can do where you stand on any and all of these issues. I'm very grateful to those of you who listen to my podcast, and I hope that you find it encouraging and that you will share it with someone who you believe will benefit from it and that they will also be encouraged. So 
If you aren't subscribed, please subscribe. If you are, thank you so much. And please share this with someone who you think will benefit. Thank you so much for listening to me share my popcorn brain. And I look forward to sharing more with you next time.